606 in the <laughs> 505 with more 411 here for you. You never know what I'm going to come up with, right? Uh, the lead into a show. Could be opera, could be classic <laughs> rock, could be anything. Pop, pop. Yeah. Uh, Lana some, Del Rey could be someone, anything. <laughs> someone said MLG in the sweat lodge. <laughs> so it won't come out. They're going to have a. Be paying for that for years. Uh, hour I still three. want to question. I still want to answer to Larry Barron's question. Has she spoken to a constituent in the last seven months? Great question, actually. I do like that. Um, doesn't answer her phone. Four seven six twenty two hundred in the five zero five, and uh, see if you can get through, pound through there, and uh, see what she might say. Uh, yeah, rocket ships. We do need to make money, and we are making no money. <laughs> no, Virgin Galactic is going nowhere, uh, baby. It is going absolutely nowhere. And this is, you know, how they're going nowhere because there's consistent press releases that are coming out all the time. Right. They're talking about, oh, we're about to, we're about to take off. They've been saying we're about to take off for like twelve years. Yep, yep. And then I'm hearing, and I, and I, and I literally just gleaning this. Thank you, Van, uh, directly off of the Wall Street Journal. They're so incredibly cash-starved uh, right there. Richard Branson targets more funds for satellite launch venture. Virgin Orbit now will require $200 million in additional cash, according to the British entrepreneur. Uh, this guy is clueless. Yeah. And, uh, by the way, without an education uh, as well. Um, High school dropout. It, it's just a total catastrophe, this guy. But uh, he's a great he's a great marketer. I'll give him that. But uh, I, I I do have my one share, uh, and I made a couple bucks on that share since I bought it a few uh, well about six or eight weeks ago now. So I'm I'm up about two or three bucks, Eddie. So I'm I'm a satisfied shareholder at Virgin Galactic. Well, you have uh, Hector Balderas and Brian Colon over there uh, doing all the evaluation as well as the economic development secretary. And I don't even think they know what they're looking at. <laughs> they don't have true, any idea true. that wait, wait, like. You and I know more about Virgin Galactic oh. and more about Richard Branson. Like, if there's anybody that they need to ask about what's actually happening down there, like, we'd have to explain it to them. Yeah, yeah. So why don't we, instead of explain it to them, why don't we explain it to our audience? Because uh, this thing was uh, designed to never lift off. This is uh, pretty amazing. Um, this is the race, the quest for space, the race for space, and uh, Branson will never get there. Yeah, I mean... Of course, people regular listeners to the show know that we're very, uh, let's say, more than a little skeptical of uh, Spaceport America. That's the facility you built, ladies and gentlemen, for well over $200 million, and it sits there pretty much empty down there in uh, remote Sierra County. Uh, it's supposed to be the world center of space tourism based on uh, Sir Richard Branson's uh, company, which he, he, he had the idea for Virgin Galactic in 1996, even though there was no technology to be a space tourism company, and then a number of years later, the first uh, effort to actually reach space, and uh, we can even get into a debate about what space is and is not, what, whatever the boundary is. Uh, he grabbed a hold of this technology, and he's been um, claiming that he's going to be flying tourists out of New Mexico uh, regularly, regularly. But of course, so they've got he, a couple hundred people who've uh, pitched in 250k a piece. They have in the refundable deposits. They haven't. Uh, the deposit is not the full ticket price. So and they've been in there for 10 years. They're sitting on that, that pile. No interest. Um, and in fact, things got so bad when they had a fatal accident in 2014 that they actually stopped taking deposits because they didn't even know if they were going to uh, ever really resume. So they are taking deposits again. So anyway, uh, a launch window is opening on the 22nd, which I believe is two days from now. Uh, you have to file paperwork with the Federal Aviation Administration if you want to do a test Has launch. that been done? Uh, they have filed paperwork that they may have a test as soon as October 22nd. This is a company that is... Uh, Used to missing deadlines, though. The, the first, the earliest mention of when they would be lifting off from New Mexico that I could find was in the Wall Street Journal, late 20, 2008 or early 2000, 
Nine. Not, uh, not, not late 2018. Let me check my watch here. Checking my watch. Uh, yeah, today's okay. October 20th, yes. 2010. Yeah. 10, 10, 20. Yeah, we're still, we're still waiting for that. But so, uh, they, you know, of course, the local press, this is, this is shameful. Uh, Kevin Rob, Robinson Avila is the worst perp, Avila. perp when it, Avila, uh, when it comes to this. Just, you know, repeating whatever the state officials say, whatever this pseudo company, of which I am a shareholder, by the way. I bought one share at, was it seventeen dollars and fifty cents? You, you said yeah. that. Um, so I have every right to complain about this. I'm I'm a taxpayer who helped fund the Spaceport America, and I'm a shareholder of Virgin Galactic. So anyway, they're claiming they're going to oh, we're going to go up into space again. They have never launched. All of their test flights so far have been out of the Mojave Air and Spaceport. They they claim that New Mexico is their home, but they've been doing all their testing in California all these years. Uh, and they killed somebody, a pilot in California. And they killed a couple of people on the ground in California a few years before that. So maybe we should be happy in New Mexico that they haven't been doing any testing. So they claim a test is coming up. Meanwhile, uh, Sir Richard, okay, he has another space venture. Sir Richard uh, And earlier this year in May, it's called Virgin Orbit. Basically, they take a big old seven, I don't know if it's, a, I don't know if it's an Airbus or a, a Boeing, but they take one of those big wide-body jets, and they launch a rocket from the belly of that. You already climb up to forty or 50,000 feet, so there's not as much gravity. Eddie, this is a part of the market. Now, it, Branson thinks he can create the tourism market, which he has yet to create. He's getting involved with Virgin Orbit in a kind of a crowded field. Um, there's a lot of small players out there right now, some of them successfully launching payloads of small uh, payloads, small satellites, basically. They've been able to miniaturize these satellites. Now, the old days, satellites were massive, and even some of the federal government satellites, the big military satellites or intelligence satellites, they're the size of a school bus. I mean, these are big, big mothers, and you need a big rocket to get it up into space. But more and more, because of nanotech and, you know, circuitry and all that kind of stuff, they're making satellites smaller and smaller. So a bunch of companies are thinking, hey, we're going to be able to launch these, we're going to make money launching these small rockets. There's a company, an American company, called Rocket Lab, and, and you can watch their launches live. I've watched a number of their launches live. They launch out of New Zealand, the only spaceport that has ever sent anything into space and has not spent a public... T- taxpayer dollar once this company um new zealand let them go basically go down to the edge of this cliff kind of thing and they built their own spaceport no public money at all no taxpayer money at all uh, they're called rocket lab so there's a whole bunch of other little firms that are kicking around trying to get into this space the europeans have what's called vega rocket they want to have part of that market uh, for small satellite launch so <sighs> bottom line branson can't even make his tourism space business work now he's trying to get into an area where this, where the competition is much tighter in the small payload launcher, and he won't be doing that from California, from New Mexico at all. He'll be doing that pretty much exclusively from California. He's not even pretending that he's going to be launching um, from New Mexico on that. So that is the latest on uh, Virgin Galactic. I will just throw in at the if I have the, uh, enough time, Eddie, to throw in the fact that last week the world's richest man, who is a direct competitor to Richard Branson for the suborbital tourism industry, launched his thirteenth. Rocket in a row, uh, fully recoverable rocket. I think 10 of those launches <laughs> have actually gone into space uh, higher than, than where Branson's gone. Uh, he's had 13 successes in a row. Jeff Bezos is called Blue Origin. They operate out of a little place called Van Horn, Texas. I drove through there uh, late last year. It's a, kind of a wide spot in the road, and it's very remote. But, again, Texas, no income tax and right-to-work state. That's where Jeff uh, Bezos, Bezos is, is so good at launching rockets, he literally bends over. <laughs> And he just, the, a rocket comes out, yep. and he shoots it over Richard Branson. <laughs> shoots right. it out of out of Jeff Bezos' land yep. and directly into outer space. Yep. And, 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 all and he's of, the richest <laughs> man in the world, and he does it by himself. And, and he doesn't need to be launched nope. at 40,000 feet or 50,000 feet. He doesn't need to create multiple companies. And here's the clincher, folks. Uh, no pun intended there, just by the way. 
uh, for the, for those uh, visually. <laughs> uh, here's what's happening. Did you know Richard Branson is no longer the largest shareholder of his own company? And he's lost control of Virgin Both Galactic. Yeah. First, Virgin Galactic and Virgin Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you know this? Mm-hmm. Are you aware of what's he's, happening? He's had a there? bad 2020, a, a very bad 2020. Uh, it's almost like all the enterprises that he's most in in those spaces. Like uh, he wants, he wanted to launch a cruise business this year, the you know, inter, international travel and adventure and all that kind of stuff. That those were businesses that were uniquely vulnerable to the the, the craziness of the COVID lockdowns. He's in a lot of pain. Uh, meanwhile, Bezos uh, roaring ahead. Now we don't have financials on Blue Origin Bezos's company because it's privately held. They don't have to report anything. What you hear again and again the coverage from so many different reporters is. The scuttlebutt is he is pouring a billion dollars a year of his own money, not your money, of his own money, into the company uh, Blue Origin. Meanwhile, Virgin Galactic, since going public uh, last they year, have their hand out. Uh, I am a uh, I am a shareholder, by the way. Uh, they report they had to, they had to file their first uh, re- the first annual report with the Securities and Exchange Commission. This is the federal regulator of financial uh, you know equities and that kind of stuff. Go, goes back to FDRU. If you want to have if you're a publicly com- held company, you've got to issue these regular reports. So I read every page of their monstrously huge report. Uh, about halfway through, they make the admission that in the last three years, that would be 2017, 2018, and 2019, Virgin Galactic has lost $487 million. Is that somebody you want to be in business with? But he's our, he's our, he's our partner here in New Mexico. Did you know that uh, the Virgin Galactic has a space lawyer? Oh. Yes, uh, that the spaceport. Uh, just reading about this. And, I'm like, and then I'm looking to see, well, I didn't know they had a space lawyer. Hopefully she's listening. She's general counsel for Spaceport America. She is a space lawyer. Yep. I've never even heard. I wanted to go to law school. I mean, I never, I've never heard of space lawyer. <laughs> she is a space lawyer. Hey, what do you do? I'm a space lawyer. Like, I'm a lawyer for the laws that we're just starting to begin to create. Like, this is more of this crap that you're getting uh, from this. Uh, she, was, she went to, guess what? She is not licensed to practice in the state of New Mexico, which is where Spaceport America is. <laughs> you think that is. would be an impediment? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and she, she makes six figures. She's got 103 k for oh, being a, a space They're lawyer. well paid at the Spaceport America. Space. Yeah, they're very well paid down there. Even uh-huh. though, of course, they have no work to do, but they're still getting paid. Are you still getting paid, ladies and gentlemen? Maybe some of your hours have been cut back. Maybe you've lost a job. Well, the employees of Spaceport America, they're still on the job and still getting those space paychecks lawyer. on a regular basis. There we go. Space lawyer. Fairness. The left really cares about fairness. Not licensed to practice in New Mexico, but a space lawyer and uh, is trying to launch rocket ships uh, out of uh, the uh, south of New Mexico. I have a little uh, suspicion that the woman who's the space lawyer for the spaceport is going to be out of a job if uh, the 15th House District goes Republican. Uh, no. no the Repu- there's Republicans. We had Steve Pierce down south in front of that uh, spaceport, and he's a pilot for a very long time. There there's a lot of stuff lot out of there. There's maybe a lot, of, a lot of people involved in that whole thing. Yeah. Back after a quick break, we'll check on weather and traffic one more time with uh, Rudy Grande here in the Kiva. Four. 